podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm over it, Jay. Over it already? Well, I'm bored of it. Bored of it. Come on, hang on in there, son. There's light at the end of the tunnel. I've actually enjoyed an international break. 3.4 games... Sorry, 3.4 days between games for the last 120 days for United. You weren't out. No, sorry, on a tweet. That's like, you got, right. It's a global pandemic that has finally made Steve appreciate international football outside no, of a tournament. it's not about international football. It's about the break. Because hmm. as we saw last night, international football's fucking turned. What was the score last night? Who cares? Is it San Marino, wasn't it? It was 5-0. 5-0? Yeah. And then the most interesting news about San Marino that came out this morning was that Flo is going to win, uh, represent them in the Euro- Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> what? I'm not even joking. If you look on the news on Flo he's going to represent, or might be representing San Marino in the Eurovision Song Contest. Does he even know about this? Uh, Has anyone told him? Hey. I'm not even joking. Is it, it, it's, it, it, it's relevant in San Marino-ish. Well, we wish Flo Rida good luck with your uh, Eurovision Song con- Contest entry. Yeah. Not feeling that one. Not feeling that Flo one Rider, at all. Flo Rida, Eurovision. Oh, we don't need the chat cam. I've got my notes. He's got his notes here. Chat here. So, hi, everybody in the chat. Like the video. Well, come around to your house. Shout really? abuse for your letterbox. Abuse. Um... Yeah, we had a conversation in the group last night, didn't we? Yes, we did. And if you watch the live, you'll see me. You'll see there's a moment about 47 minutes into the live <laughs> where a little bit of my soul goes from my body as the 90th comment or message in this chat comes back, as I've got it on my laptop, comparing the population of San Marino to that of Salford or whatever it was. Ermston. Ermston. Steve. Ed. See, saved it there. <laughs> elucidate people as to what you're on about the, the conversation in the chat because well, there was conversations if I've got to go through this they have yeah there was conversations clearly going on I'm going to say across the world what we might mean is like across a couple of people who do YouTube football um, although it was also on Twitter right okay how shit are actually San Marino and what level of the English football pyramid would they lie within Cam said do you think Paddock would beat them and I went well that's a good question to which everyone assumed I was meaning yes, which I never once said. Right, okay. But I, what I did say is, what level are they? Now, my sort of guesstimation in the early part of the three-hour-long <laughs> sort of investigation that we ended up having was, yeah. I thought it was about FC United level, like Northern Premier level. Not Conference, not Conference North, but about there. To put it into context, the chat, the chat notification numbers were in triple figures at some point Yeah, when I looked at it. That so, seemed yeah. reasonable. Um, Ronaldo wouldn't answer the question. That was doing me in. Because he was just going, it's international football. I saw that. I saw a couple of them. And I was going, what level do you think they are, though? Because, like, you just saying that it's international football. It's international football, yes. But it's such a bad level of international football. I, I think I saw something that they've only got 100 eligible players to pick from. Right, it's okay. not a good level. It isn't. So, I mean... I don't know where I stand with that then because you've got 100 eligible players. Are, the, how, are those players like they've got 100 professionals or they've just got 100 people that are they, they, fit they, enough to play They football? have maybe half a dozen professionals. Mm. So the rest not, of them are amateur. Right, but then you take the argument of that Iceland, when I think it was in Iceland beat England, they, yeah, yeah, they listed Euros. out the, um, the list of like the goalkeeper was actually a dentist as well. And it's like, Iceland's only a small country. Yeah, exactly. It's some of that population. sense. It's like sometimes it's like, because I think San Marino, they had that list out as well but, where they're like, this guy's a farmer. Yeah. Not in the joking sense, he was actually a farmer. Like <laughs> He literally farms. Yeah. And someone in the comments here, and this is always the thing, like I say, you can't judge them on based on how they do versus England. And me and Cam was talking about this on the way to the shoot this morning. They're set up, every day they come to work as San Marino international football team, it's perfecting being tight at the back. They're not thinking about patterns and triangles and third man runs to open up a defence. They're thinking, how do we just not concede 10 today? Yeah. Because that happens. Yeah, of course it does, yeah. And if that, someone, if that was the case, why didn't England beat them 20-0? Because England didn't go for it last night, for one. Right, okay. England played easy and, and probably enjoyed it and probably worked on some patterns and stuff like that. Yeah. If England truly wanted to just... I mean, Jesse Lingard had 10 shots. 
Like, should we start there with that? Like, they could have easily been 20. I did see a little bit of it last night before we were filming, and I saw that Jesse did seem to be trying quite hard to get a goal. (laughs) So, Mm. Ross has mentioned the goalkeeper for San Marino plays in the third tier of Italian football. No, he doesn't know because he might be employed by a club in Serie A. He doesn't play for them. He's played precisely zero games for them. So, like, when you're trying to look at what level these guys are, but if you go through FC United's team and see where they take players from and move players on to. Yeah. And then you look at just some other teams in and around that level. Yeah. It is very San Marino-ish. Do you think everyone in San Marino's team can do keepy-uppies to a good standard? I bet it's two that can't. Do you reckon? I mean, it's questionable whether like, everyone in Real like Madrid's four. team can One who's like, Madrid. should have a YouTube channel. Yeah. And then two just like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not, yeah. One of them ones. That's not for me. Because they can't. Yeah. It's an interesting one and... I guess we'll never know unless you're gonna set up a phone. We, we got mitts looking for their email address, <laughs> but I I think it would sound like a piss take, wouldn't it? Well, because it, it would be. Mm. But would it though? Because it's a genuine yes. thing. Is like it would right. So the, what we found is this is like there's a guy that runs the um, the database, if you like, called Twenty um, First Club, and Twenty First Club are literally like they sort of set the exchange rate between. Yo, what is the Hungarian Premier League level? Yeah. Well, it's about here. Yeah. Yo, they literally rank divisions and leagues and therefore players and their abilities. And I'll get the exact um, lineup from what Omar, who runs it, is. He's got a great podcast as well, which is definitely worth checking out. Uh, and he said the following. So Jack Pitbrook, who works at Athletic, was going on a bit of a tweet thing saying, this doesn't even look as competitive as Spurs versus Marine. I think they're lower than Marine, which is what he was sort of getting at. Okay, okay. So he goes, our models go down to step two. Now, step two is Conference North. Right. Step one is Conference. Okay. Step two, Conference North. He says, the gap between the middle of step two, so the middle of the Conference, uh, sorry, Conference North, and San Marino is approximately the same as the gap between step two and the championship. Right. Five levels. So he's saying they're basically a step seven team. Do you know what step seven is? Duckingfield. I mean, you played Duckingfield. Yes. Me and the boy Wonder over there. We we commentated on it. Commentary duties. And and the commentary got lost, unfortunately, but it was a great commentary. That's still the low point of my career now. Mm. Gold, Stephen. Gold. So they're not that good. forever. Mm -hmm. Well... I mean, this, it sounds... Stranger things yeah. have happened, actually, than you playing a friendly against San Marino. So you you, you go in San Marino reminds me of the time that guy... Was it was that random tennis player who was ranked like 130th in the world, played Serena Williams drunk. <laughs> that and, what? and won. Really? Yeah. There's, there's a, the whole story. Like, he, he basically said he could beat... It was, it was the whole women's tennis versus men's tennis debate. And Clarence says, what if you lost? Well, I'll just say they're international footballers. And I think he said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, is that Juno? Juho 999? Welcome to the membership. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Luke Eborn says, Steve, do you think Brandon should have been in the under-21s? It's a good question. We were having a chat about him today, weren't we? And there's, there's probably multiple facets and factors of what's going on, on with him. He probably um, should have played more for United to be considered for the 21s. 21s is pretty stacked for England yeah. at the moment. It is. But is it Ryan Sessegnon playing for him? Oh, he's been at Hoffman High Matches. Yeah. So, um, Jamie Burton, as well, is in the Super Chat. He says, you can fit the San Marino population twice over into Old Trafford plus 30 Vaticans. I like that measurement. 30 Vaticans. England Soccer A team would beat San Marino. Nations League is such a good thing for small nations to improve. So that's it. So they... It wasn't Nations League, I don't think, but they... They've only won one game in their history, but they've started scoring was, goals. This is how bad it was last night with you lot going on. I actually ended up looking at a bit of San Marino history to see if there was any. And like their best results have been like, I think they beat Liechtenstein once or... That's the only game yeah, they've ever won. Yeah. So they're literally the worst team. Like, they're literally the FIFA-ranked worst team. And they're every article that you go on, it's like... And they're even below Bhutan and Anguilla. And I go, I don't know where either of them places yeah. are. You know what the mad thing is as well? That they broke the record, didn't they, for the fastest ever goal in World Cup qualifying history <laughs> against England. Yeah, and they lost 7-1. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to Stuart Pearce. Typical say. Ian Hamilton says, Stephen, what are your weekend fight picks for White versus Povetkin 2 and Miotic versus Nagano? I'm probably getting that wrong. Do you uh, think I'm there'll be two KOs? A, I'm less of a boxing guy. Yeah. Um, I think Miotic and Nagano goes grapple fest for Miotic and he ends up getting a decision. Fair enough. Um, here's one for you. Dave Anley, when's Halsun, that's you, going to wear Mitch Shaw's playing a blinder and will this message 
Trigger him. No, do you know what triggers me? Fucking idiots who don't listen to what I say. <laughs> That's kind of saying you get triggered. Yeah. So I think we've covered that one. Yeah. Uh, they've only ever gone two games unbeaten once in their history, and that was a win against Liechtenstein and a yes. draw against Gibraltar. Get into Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. I think they've got a population of 38,000, which is what I was sort of alluding to It worries to me that night. you know that. Mm. They've got the same sort of population as, as Ermston or Stratford. I think and so it got Ermston, to the point in Ermston our group chat last night, him. like, think about it. If Manchester had a national team, <laughs> in which case, let me know in the comments, what would Manchester's national anthem be? That's a, we have that question in the morning. Oh, Peter Kelly says England have played San Marino seven times with an aggregate of 42-1 and their best result versus England is a 5-0 defeat. Wish Ireland could play them. It's a waste of time playing them. Gary Lineker was saying free this, he say you need like some sort of structured system where the smallest clubs or world uh, teams sorry, go into a pot with each other because it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of the thing if you see like players like they say oh Kane's going to break wants to break the record for the goal scoring wants to break Rooney's record for goal scoring for England he desperately wants to play against San Marino and I was like if I was a if I was a player and I was like I have the goal scoring record that's fair enough but if I I would never get the goal scoring record I can see Steve looking at me like that but I've seen you play. he has seen me play football but would you want to be I'm like? Not seen yet. Would you want the entire your entire like history to be you like? Here's when, the asterisk. Like, deer get born. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine one of them trying to play football. Go on. I don't think it's that bad. But anyway, we'll, we'll if you always listen. have the asterisks of prove oh, yeah. him wrong, score seven to... against San Marino. Oh, what's that? Oh, what's that? The penalties. Well, to be honest with you though, loads of international goals are, are like that. Friendlies mm. and dross. If you look at uh, Bobby Charlton's record, it's a lot of that in there. No, Stephen. <laughs> Every single goal is literally a World oh, okay. Cup semi-final. Fair play. Um, Carl Hagen says, lads, if you were to put all your eggs in the basket, in one basket, sorry, this summer, who would you buy? Sancho or Haaland? For me, it's Haaland. <laughs> and it's 30 goals per season. Listen, we're not getting no, Haaland can, or Sancho. Can, can I just start you out? We have like quite a lot of news to get through over the next few months. All right. For and Jay Sanity <laughs> and for him doing the news outside Old Trafford, there's a chance yeah. we might sign Thanks. Sancho. However, yeah. I also played the Euro Millions. Yeah. And the, and the <laughs> one in a million and the, or one in 40 and million, the most recent it's still a chance, all right? Yeah. So. One of the most recent jackpots so that was 180 million, which is apparently exactly. what they're asking for Haaland. So, yeah, that's um, going to be interesting. N- Nishant Parekh says, United and City have spent 680 million and 730 million respectively on their current squad. We are not far behind in spending, so why are we not winning trophies? There's Look a lot. The spend on the actual players in the squad. And yeah, there's, there's uh, yeah. a lot. There's a, when you scratch beneath the surface, that's not that accurate. And, and if you put it put it in the caveat of United spent that much on three rebuilds of mm. your 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 start. Well, Moyes wasn't really much of a rebuild, but I mean, your Van Gaal rebuild. I think in the decade or something, since like 2010, it's, they've spent like a billion more. It, yeah. yeah, it's when you get it down to five years, and also you know Pep gets to a team that's got Sterling, De Bruyne, Aguero, Silva. Um, I think company was still there and still mm. was, you know, played some important games for him. So he had that there already. Yeah. He had a great span. Whereas ours, our, our, what, what yeah. did what did you know? What's all he come into really? He's got Sanchez who's a waste of space. No, and and you're talking about. I mean, Lukaku I don't really want to get into all the, the spending, spending, blah blah blah. But oh, apparently I'm a fraud. Thanks. Um, but we lost Lukaku. When you look at the first team players that have just been drained out of our team. Like, Lukaku's going absolutely killed it in Italy. And we just lost that. City haven't lost a player of that ability. No. Everyone who's left them's left on City's terms. Yeah. yeah. Who's been prized out of City? Or who's been useful and left, really? I mean, the only one Sane, you can say... maybe? You can only say Sane and maybe David Silva, obviously aged out, was still doing a role there. But the fact I don't is think Pep likes Sane. But the, I mean, the, yeah, with David Silva, though, they still had... They had Bernardo Silva. And now they've got Dogan, who they're actually playing further forward and is proving what he had back in I, Dortmund. I don't, I, do you know what? You make a good point. I, I can't even think of anyone in the, in the recent I, era. I, I was just actually like, left there who yeah. they didn't want to leave. The, the fact is, is that when Pep went into City, he had a lot of players who were just very good players. Like Sterling could play a lot of different systems. De Bruyne could play a lot of different systems. Company and everything could fit in. United's rebuilds have all been around managers who are very much, they bought system players. So like Daily Blind, was a very good utility player, but I would have said he was a very much a system player that Van Gaal yeah. had. And then Mourinho came in when <laughs> Laters. You're not a physical enough player. You've not got the speed. You've not got the power that I want in a defender we've, or we've a TDM. We've lurched from one style of play to another. 
Uh, and for, for Oli to be really given... What's going on here? United have just tweeted about Ronaldo. Better comments underneath that are AIDS. Young King. Young King. Oh, Netflix, The Last Dance with Ronaldo. That'd be good. Mm. Jesus. Uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, we've, we've gone from one system to another. Oli's not actually spent that much in the grand scheme of things. United have had... A, forget about... Um, how much the players have cost us. Why is my wife in here again? Got all... I love it when I love it when your missus gets involved in the chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> what are we having for tea? Um, <laughs> Mine was... I didn't, we didn't know where it was like, can you answer your phone? I've not got my keys or something. <laughs> when you look at how many first-team players he's got, like, I had Newcastle fans... Um, Newcastle fans have gone in on Rio Hardcore this week. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. What do you... I'm not like... I think you know him well enough that you can be honest. Where do you stand on that? Just give a bit of context and then right, where so do Rio, you stand on it? I was in that conversation when right. he said, Newcastle fans, round your money up and buy the club. I thought it was a throwaway comment. I don't think it was like a call to arms to, buy, to go and buy the club. I didn't even respond to him. I was carrying on with, with whatever we were talking about. But the Newcastle media and even TalkSport ended up having a debate on that. TalkSport, to now, be fair, would debate Here's the problem. Anything. When you take any throwaway line out of anything and then, like, it's a bad read... Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Without like the real, because you don't get the nuance and the, t the tone in print. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't get that. So you can say, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Who kills the fans should just put the money together again. Like, I know. And then was it, I'm not Steve, saying he said it like that, but you get Whatever what I mean. it was that was going on the, um, on the radio this morning. Like, oh, people in Newcastle, they're sp saving all their money to get that season ticket to go watch them. They haven't got the extra capital to buy a football club. And you're like, do you actually think that's what he fucking meant? I think, right, for, for, there's a couple of things in that. For starters, and I'm, you know, I've not got any affiliation with Newcastle whatsoever. In fact, I've had some dramas with Newcastle fans in the past. But I get why they're upset, because I know what it's like when you've got an owner that you can't stand and you see him wrecking your club and you're like, you get very annoyed and angry if anyone sort of brings it up or seems to defend them or whatever, which it can get construed like that. But I think you have to sort of use common sense with that and say he's not physically saying go out and buy the club. He's just saying, you know, like you say, a throwaway remark if you don't like it, go and do something about it. But I, I was I more asked about Steve Bruce think. I, I do sympathise with Newcastle fans though because people say this to United fans like, why don't you do something about it? Well, we've tried. Yeah. We've tried. We've tried. Do you know what I mean? And people are not just tweets before Twitter was a thing, physically trying to do something. And unless you've got a spare, what is it now, two, three billion in the bank, there's not much How much would Newcastle cost? Three, four hundred million? Yeah, well, I'd probably. Add a bit yeah. on top. So, in my ear, I've just heard that Ashley values it at 300 mil. That's so much cash. Mm. Who's got that nowadays? Yeah. Who's got that? Um, you know, so, I don't, I don't necessarily, uh, I certainly wouldn't you know, abide, but I mean, I was literally arguing with him about the Glazers on there. He said the same thing about Glazers as he did about Newcastle, what? sort of. Well, they've put money and it's just been spent wrong. You know, I think. I mean, I think like the, the whole, the if, whole. Apart from the technicality that they've not actually put a single penny. Yeah. Well, I, was about to say, I, I feel know, like I the, the argument with the Newcastle thing is when people try and say Mike actually didn't put money in, is he's like, oh, but he spent forty million on Joe Linton, and then then you like, but look at Joe Linton. It's like there was obviously a fundamental breakdown of mm. not knowing how to spend that money then. But also, <laughs> I think I had a look at it, and I might get these numbers wrong, but I think Steve Bruce has had four or five players, and Rafa Benitez had twenty-two. Oh, Rafa Benitez can do no wrong. And listen... And I don't get that. Yeah, Steve Bruce's record ain't great. I think he's won two out of the last 18 or something. Might be worse than that. So I get. I understand why you're looking at the manager going, this isn't working. We're, we're sinking like, you know, a stone or whatever. We're, gonna, we're probably going to get relegated. The football's terrible. He's changing like eight, seven or eight players a game, which sort of stinks of a manager who's panicking, don't know what he's doing. But the sort of caveat to that is... Has he been back properly? Have you got a squad I where mean, you think this is a squad that's going to challenge or, or get us up the table? And when I look at the Newcastle team, I know they brought in Callum Wilson um, and one yeah. or two others, but it's still a Callum weak... Callum Wilson's been injured. It's so a weak squad to me, that. Yeah. And, I, I, and you know, I'm not saying it's a squad where you go, well, that's it, we're relegated, but I'd look at that and go, they're going to be fighting against it, which is yeah. what they are doing. There's 100% different chances like where like different points in the season where Callum Wilson would have probably saved them or got them a point or got them an extra three points in, in sort of scenarios. But the fact is he got injured and I feel like that was the big statement signing of this summer. This will be your 15-goal season striker who will help you 
But proper, they don't have everything else underneath that. But they don't have anything else underneath it. And then he got injured. So, like, the fact is there's no one propping up. Joe Linton's useless. Alan Sam Maxman also got injured, who's their only creative outlet. And it just kind of fell apart at the seams for him. Um, I'm just going to get through some super chats because we've got quite a few of them and I want to pile up. Uh, Shark Bay Uara <laughs> says, United need three first-teamers and some quality backup. We'll sign three backup as first-team inverted commas because of our red. Sixth place next season with Ollie Sachs. I hope you're wrong. Samuel says, is there anything like freezing your nips off in the Stretford end, gasping for breath because you've been up 12 flights of stairs? This is the one. Up the fucking reds. Um, Tom get Bat- the lift, mate. Yeah, well, I, I, I get, I've been up the top of the Stretford I don't usually stand right at the top, but I've been up there a few times. Good to get your steps in. Um, Tom Baxter says, enjoying a brew. Great as always. Steve, you mentioned recently doing a United economics video since the Glazer takeover. Where's that at? That's a good question, Tom Baxter. I ain't done it yet. Well, in, sort it out. Oh, yeah, because I've just been twiddling my fucking thoughts, um, You don't want your live story. He wants your video. Uh, Jamie Burton says, win fees at 200 million, clubs should buy. Oh, sorry. With fees at 200 mil, clubs should buy other clubs. I mean, there's supposed to be rules in place, so you can't do that. But then there's unless you're Manchester City, where uh, you can own lots of clubs, it, it, sell one, yeah. buy a lamp, Frank Lampard for one club, and then decide actually we'll give him to another one instead. Yeah, it, it's I mean, it was like I think it was um, Aaron Moy. Corruption. They got him from Melbourne City. They got him on. A, they transferred him to to, uh, to City on a free, and then sold him to Huddersfield for 15 million, which was more than they bought the club for. Which then they basically paid for it on a free, and the fact is, then obviously they just. The moment they were okay because you're filtering money anyway. The fact is, is, I think it's a competitive thing that they can't now compete with each other because obviously there was the whole big thing between RB Salzburg and RB Leipzig, and I think they got rid of Salzburg. And, oh, I can't remember exactly what one. It's technically it's Red Bull Salzburg, but it's not Red Bull Leipzig. It's Rasenball Sport Leipzig. That's a little tidbit of fact I for you because That's they can't. Le- German rules. They can't legally call. Yeah, they have Bayer Leverkusen. And you know, Wolfsburg's basically the Volkswagen team. Mm. Um, the thing on um, buying clubs because of the price of players. Yeah, I said this when um, when Mbappe and Neymar went to Paris Saint Germain. I said, at what point do you go? I ain't doing that. What, at what point do clubs just re- go? That's mental. Like you, you're looking to. All right, you want to assemble a team in that sort of range. You're looking at what two and a half, three billion to assemble them on fees alone, not including wages. Wages will probably double that. This is insane. This is literally insane. Yeah, it's like, it's not sustainable. And when you look at how someone like Athletic Bilbao have been able to compete by having, like, only players with this silly little fr- uh, Spanish accent can play it. Like, the fact that there's a million different ways to to be competitive at different areas, that tells me that if, if Athletic Bilbao can survive, not only survive, but they've been in the Champions League, which is insane, yeah. considering the self-imposed restrictions that they have. There's got to be other ways to do this. There's got to be other clubs like... I said this to Rio actually the other day, like why aren't clubs, and I think this is in the middle of the conversation about Newcastle, why aren't clubs like Newcastle going, no, instead of spending 40 million on Joel Linton, let's spend 40 million on our academy. Let's make sure like, and you know, Rio mentioned that, every kid in Newcastle and the surrounding areas should be on the radar. Of I get, I get, that, I get that argument, but sort of the the flip side to that is that's obviously a little bit more long term. And if they do that, say like cause that for Joel Linton's a, a probably a bad example because he's terrible. But if they take that foot, I mean, if they set fire to that forty million, probably get more value from him <laughs> than what they got put it in him. To be honest with you, but if they do that, like what you say, which I understand, but that's going to take three or four years to get any sort of fruition out of that. Then that's they get relegated, and it's like. But the fact is, well, they it, could go New, under. Newcastle, they got relegated, yeah. and things don't work out. There's, there's always the possibility. I know it might seem like a slim one, but we've seen big clubs go you have, into but isn't real this trouble. Like spending good money chasing after bad, yeah. to try and compete, constant short term. Where actually, if you go drop down and then if imagine coming back up imagine the connection to the fans with a homegrown oh you know what team. you've been saying the Geordies are absolutely crazy for homegrown players they love they love him and I get that I just feel like I can understand why that's a sort of almost a gamble or a long-term plan that some clubs can't afford to do because the money's so big in the Premier League and because if they get relegated there's that always that danger if you get relegated and you don't bounce back up within a sort of few years your club as a as an institution is in real trouble, and then you also have the problem that your good players that you now have 
go. And the players that are good in your academy then go. Like the fact is, Jude Bellingham. Well, they have to get minutes or not. Mm. But like, they could say Birmingham. Birmingham are probably the perfect example of it. Cashed in on him hardcore. But then that's yeah. what Jude Bellingham the and then also Che Adams of them as well. They brought through. If you apart. if you're getting good players coming through. Like if, if I'm a player in the North East and anywhere from Hartlepool to Middlesbrough to Newcastle to even like the lower corner of Scotland and I've got 10 clubs that come in for me and one of them's Newcastle and they go, you know what we do? 17, 18, you get first team minutes. If you're good enough, you stick around. Yeah. Right? You go, hmm. Or play on the 23s football at fucking Middlesbrough. Hmm. It's an easy decision. And then them, them kids start getting them opportunities and they start being given thingies and their price and value increases. And then you move them on like Jude Bellingham if if you need to and you keep it going. It's a risk. Yeah. But so is trying to fucking sign Joel Linton and think that it's going to work out for you. That's that's yeah. that's in a big risk. Uh, again, we've got quite a few Super Chats. Appreciate all your support, by the way, all the people getting involved in the Super Chat. Uh, Christian Shea says, speaking of RB Leipzig, United should look at getting Tyler Adams CDM instead of getting robbed for Rice. Uh, has top flight stroke Champions League experience. I always, I always feel Tyler like, Adams. Yes I, or no? I always feel like it's a weird one when you talk about American players. It's they have such a weird. And that is the most American name I've ever seen in my life. I don't they, know anything they about They have such them, a so weird amount name. of hype around Tyler them. Adams, like, like Pulisic, uh, Giovanni like Reyna, like Tyler Adams. Like every single one of them gets such a weird amount of hype. I think he's a decent player, yeah. but I feel like there's different players at Leipzig who are better than him. Like if you were to say to Conrad Lehmer, who plays for Leipzig in this DM role he's probably much better than Tyler Adams and would be available for this around the same price as him. Because obviously the Tyler Adams would add in the American fee, which is why Pulisic costs so much because yeah. his, would, his shirt sales in America would be through the roof. Uh, sorry, yeah, good point. Uh, Callum Moorhead says, who is realistic signing for the striker position? Personally, can't see us getting Haaland. Love the content. You Danny can on a free. Yeah. Uh, Abdullah Ibrahim says, agree with Steve on the fact that football finances are becoming unsustainable. What are your thoughts on UEFA? Potentially bidding FFP. I think to bin summer, it's got to have existed in the first place. <laughs> yeah. That's my only problem with that FFP is it was never a, a thing. It was like a, it was it was an empty threat. It was like you're going to break FFP. No, and, yeah. And then if what? you break FFP, we're going to punish you. Well, we've broke it. All right, then we won't. Punish Here's you. a ten million pound fine, but we're okay. worth fuck billions. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ian Hamilton, I like this one. Sorry, but it just makes me laugh. Have no sympathy from Newcastle fans. Grown up around the morons and they deserve what they get. We've had Glazers longer and don't ask for violins like they do. He's not pulling any punches there, old Ian. Uh, i got no sympathy for him. Yeah, it's fair i got enough. no sympathy for the way a lot of the clubs are run at all. Yeah. A lot of clubs, I think, are just run ridiculously. They are. And whilst I can look and go, I, I, I do have a little bit of sympathy, being brutally honest, because I'm like, I get, I know how angry it can make you now. Know, frustrating when you've got owners like that but I don't think they show as much what sympathy. the fuck do you stand for right as a club yeah. what are you going to stand for if you're Newcastle what are you standing for couple of seasons in the pre you're not winning it yeah. get out of your fucking head yeah. you're not getting in the Champions League get, get I, out I of your see fucking what, I see what you mean because if you think right okay we are about our academy we're commandeering the North East that's us you're getting in that team if you're good enough we, we, it's all about scouting network we're doing a Fergie and look at some of the mega players yeah. that have come through the northeast. They don't usually play for Newcastle. That's a failing. How's yeah. Michael Carrick at West Ham? Is, we got Al Shearer at fucking was it, Southampton. Is it Hugo we got from um, Sunderland? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> that's was it? Was it? Was like, like, yeah. Newcastle what was the best? The last good player that Shearer, came through there, like Andy Carroll, Milner, probably. He went to Newcastle. Um, Ross Murphy says, remember, we were linked with Longstaff for 50 million. See, all right, all right. I mean, as banter as that is, there's your proof that you, you spend some money in your academy, you bring them players into your first team, and even if they're shit and ginger, you might get 50 mil for them. I think, uh, I think the case of that was we, we offered them nine. Steve Bruce said he's worth 50, and we went, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Syrian Ballas says, hope... All you lads are doing well. Absolutely enjoy all the content. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm fucking sick of it. Keep up the great work. Got any plans to discuss what positions and player styles you lads think we need to specifically address? Yes, we have got a series that's out, top fives, uh, where we look at all the positions. Um, I did one on defenders. There's Mac has done one on midfielders. Stephen House doesn't know it yet, is but Milner he's been from, one. Is Milner from Newcastle? He's, no, he came from Leeds. No, but is he from Newcastle? No, he's a Yorkshireman. You've not heard him speak? I, no. 
He's proper throwing stones <laughs> at a moon tackle. Is he? Yeah, big time. I think it was at Leeds, then he went Newcastle. For Yorkshire. Him, yeah, yeah. He Villa. He, thump. We got that today, that Yorkshire's got a national team. I'm sorry, I've got loads of people. What are you saying there, Camimier? Wortley Leeds, if anyone cares. Peter Kelly says, in Gaelic football, the clubs are made up of players from the area. The fans are future and past players. It's all community and tribal. It's fantastic. But the six. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not advocating that because then we'd have no David Beckham or George Best, like that. but it's a nice ethos if you want to encourage local people to get involved. You should have your, you should have a, every single, like there, there should have been Premier League rules. Like you don't get, see all this TV money? You don't get it unless you fulfil some criteria in terms of bringing for your own academy because the FA could package it as like being good for I, the future I do, of England, I do I think the, the academy system needs to be looked at because... Shola Shortire, he's a Geordie, correct? Yes, well, spotted. Um, so you now you've got more fucking Geordies than Newcastle! Exactly. Because <laughs> it, it is a flawed, isn't it, the academy system? Well, mate, we'll carry it late. Because uh, it's just clubs throwing money at that, mm. but not in the right way. You're talking about developing players. Just who's the best young player? And we've been guilty of it, I'm not going to lie. Right, let's we, throw them. So them United, uh, five years ago, when Nicky Butt, remember him, was... Don't, um, don't get me started on that. ...was head of the academy... He, he gave a presentation to a lot of parents who, who then told me what was said. And in that, it was United are going to, and to be fair, they've done it. Especially when you look at like the, the two Spanish lads that I can't remember the names of that we signed this summer. Garnacho and Fernandez. There we go. Um, Beat me to they it. They said, we were going <laughs> to, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to scour the world yeah. for absolute world class wonder kids, wonder and we're going to blend them in. Yeah. with the very best players from in and around Greater Manchester. Love that. And that's what we're going to make for our academy. And that's what they do. That's like almost, other than the fact from around the world, but that's almost like what Busby did, isn't it? Like from yeah. around the country, getting the best players. I like mean, what? Duncan Edwards from Dudley. Uh, Dudley. Yeah. You've got from the North East, Ashing, Ashworth, Ashington. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Charlton. Obviously, George yeah. Best from Northern Ireland. But even like um, Bill Folks, wasn't he like a minor somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, it's mad. But like that's but, what I mean. It's but that then there was a handful of like Collios and Crumpsall and just like you know, you know, be not a Hannibal Madrid. You're Brian kids <laughs> in this world. Um But that's you know, picking a lad up from a sixteen year old lad up from Holland now is is you know, probably less mental than picking George Best up in sixty two. Yeah. No, no, it is. It's powerful, of course, isn't it? And we've done it a few times. Um RJ, I think it is in the super chat says, Don't doubt you'd have not attended, but did you go at the four three Manchester Derby back in 09? <laughs> Best match day I have attended. Broke the seat in front of me. Wife, Shagger to Scouse icon. Yeah. One of the greatest games ever, but still not my favourite Manchester derby. Uh, Ali Max says, what happened with Nicky Butt leaving the club? Uh, not heard the full story yet. Laurie Whitwell did something in the Athletic on it, which he kind of seen his arse with being overlooked for the job that John Murta took. Was it right? You can clarify this for me now. Was he seen his ass because of the job that John Murta took, or was it the one that Darren Fletcher took? Or I was think it, it was Murta, belt? and I don't think he likes Murta. I don't think he likes. Are you concerned about this? I saw, I saw the phrase chalk well, and cheese. I was. I said again, it's another video that's on the on the boil for me, but I'm, I haven't had a chance to finish yet. Um, and Laurie putting this piece out has kind of it's kind of took the legs out of the article. We're getting Laurie on, by the way, soon. That's just what we just got away from it of an air cut, and we're not joking. That's the reason we're waiting. I'm glad you said that on camera. Nice one. No problem. Um, but the um, the the story that he did has kind of like took the wind out of the sails of like some of the research I was doing. I messaged him saying, "Slag." I was literally doing the same thing. Um, I was going around. Like, I'd spoke to a lot of the ex academy players, players that have moved on uh, and gone elsewhere because they usually will tell you the truth rather than the ones that are still at the club who just pretend everything's fine. That's understandable. Um, and they don't like him. Did you know? So this idea that he's Bezzy's with them all is a load of bollocks. Better spin. I've said, I mean, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> we'll see what happens with this. Yeah. It, it's almost meaningless to me. We've, we've appointed this guy that was kind of doing this job anyway to do it officially. Right, okay. I think we'll see. If we don't sign anyone big in the summer and we finish sixth next season, then I reckon he'll get sat. Yeah. Um, so I thought on. Celtic might be wanting him to join Keane as an assistant. Mate, if Nicky Borton Roy Keane is your coaching staff, someone's getting annoyed. Oh, leave. I'm, it's I'm in, ringing in sick every that day. That is insane. Imagine having a bad game and going back into that changing room with them. Who's the own. good cop? Yeah, the good cop's going to chin you. I'm going to break both your legs. No thanks. 
Not I'll wait till the bad cop comes. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you, then you fall. I'm gonna bust here for ten minutes. And then the bad cop. I mean, if Nicky, Nicky but wants your Celtic can give us other son Edward. Um, there was talk. I read it on the internet, so it must be true that maybe Derby County, or is that just people going Man United, Wayne Rooney? Any news? What about him? Nicky Out, going yeah, there. exactly. Well, I thought my just assumption that I came up with on the spot seeing the news was he's probably going to have something to do with what's going on at Salford, considering he's like an owner. Um, but it obviously emerged that, you know, actually he's pretty much seen his ass with what's going on. He, he thought he was in line for that role. He literally kind of did that role for the academy. Now he's doing a first-team development role. It felt like a, a progression that was being walked along and John Murtis just come and took his job. Oh, God, someone just said, if, well, imagine if Scott Brown became a coach after he retired with, with Roy Keane as manager. And I was like, oh, my God. Scott Brown's gone to Aberdeen. Someone's going to die. Oh, Aberdeen. As a coach, as a play coach. Um, Syrian Bala, sorry, my eyesight is shocking. Steve, 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 have you had a chance to ask Rio who he reckons could be a good buy at centre-back? I know he likes Godfrey, but that's easily 70 million. Ha-ha, any others? You spoke about him, man, you, to him. Yeah, Godfrey. Yeah, you quite like Godfrey, don't you? I do like Godfrey. I know the Toffees do. I spoke to a few, uh, a few of their fans, and they're all raving about him. Yeah, he seems all right. So we had him on the podcast a, what, a month ago or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, we had him and Allgate on at the same time. It was good. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, he seems he, sound. Yeah, he's really surprised me because obviously, like when he was at Norwich, he didn't like that that bat line could defend anything. To be honest, but well, again, Norwich have pulled out a few gems. Mm. You know, with Campwell, uh, with Aaron's, I'd take Aaron's. Godfrey. You know, there's would, three yeah. players in a relegated Aaron's. Norwich Championship team that would have improved Manchester United. Yeah. And this is what annoys me is, you fucking dreamers in the comments talking about Haaland and Sancho and Varane, right? That's half a million, half a billion pounds worth of players probably, right? You're not fucking getting that. We didn't, uh, we didn't sign Godfrey when he was up for 12 million from Norwich. Now, if you'd have gone... If you'd have gone and picked up Cantwell, Aaron's, uh, and Godfrey, you'd probably got you'd probably got the three for fifty mil. Mm. Yeah, uh, Con is it? I can't see. It. I think it's Con. When deal? What, what, what says Scott Brown would get flattened the shit house. Um, when deal would have been still. It's still a good pickup, even though he's still. I don't know. This is where it. Like you literally can go not just to the bottom half of the Premier League, but into the Championship and improve Manchester United. Historically, we've always done that sort of bottom half, got those gems, not just the 30 million for Wayne Rooney or whatever, but like, you know, just getting like your Dennis Servings, your Steve Bruce's, your Chris Mullins, your Evander Sars. Some, some guy you know tweeted me and was like, oh, buying Premier League players again, fucking Brexit FC. And I was like, yeah, because Edwin van der Sar and Rio Ferdinand and Wayne Rooney. Yeah. And, you know, we've Berbatov, always done that. They were shit and didn't work. Yeah, we've it, always done that. I like, feel like that's the, what we've yeah, done. The difficulties come now because obviously. You, you get to those players who are really good in the bottom half of the Premier League, and it's kind of like you you grim reaper in it. It's like, go on, get relegated, so you'll give us them a cheap. Well, that but was the game with Grealish. Yeah, we supposedly agreed a fee with the uh, Villa. Like, if they go down, we can have Grealish. And it's going to be forty mil. But the gamble was, if we stay up, it's eighty, and they stayed up. Yeah, and we didn't want to pay eighty. And it was the same with Zaha and Arsenal because Zaha was they wanted seventy million for him. Like Zaha is never it's, it's been happened a couple of times because Sigurdsson was Swansea. Sigurdsson's never a fifty no, million not. pound payer. He's like the example in it. Everyone uses but fifty million yeah. for Sigurdsson. But the fact is, he was worth fifty million to Swansea because he was the only reason they were staying in the Prem. Okay, um, so read that bottom. Uh, Super chat and answer. said, Jonathan, da- uh, Jonathan David as a Haaland alternative. Yeah, the Leo striker. He's been very good. He's very good linking up. And he's in the, the Europa in the early stages. He's playing really well. Obviously, Leo got knocked out. A couple of players from Leo that actually look really good. Renato Sanchez has really come into his own at Leo. He's, really? He, he, looks, no, and he's, he looks like a fantastic... Casey, I made a decision on him two years ago. Don't expect me to change it. Okay. Steve doesn't change his mind. But yeah, there's, been a, there's quite a <laughs> few players at Leo's. But yeah, Jonathan, <laughs> Renato Sanchez played, But Jonathan <laughs> David looks like a very good... <laughs> What I say? I'm talking about Jonathan David. Yeah, so you mentioned him still. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Now Sanchez. Uh, so shit. Yeah. I said that. We're not going back on that. <laughs> there's quite a few players. Yeah. Fucking dig up old shit. Mm. <laughs> no thinking ever. There's quite a lot of strikers. That's, that there's, there's, yeah, there's quite a lot of strikers around like a 30 million, 25, 30 million mark that probably will be available that look as good. But the fact is, is that whoever gets Haaland is not, it's just not going to be fun for everyone else. That's the situation that we're in. We've got Andre Silva, who's had a really good season in Germany. He had that really one-up. Really oh, he's fucking killed it. And he got the same amount of goals as Haaland. I think he's got 21 in 24 games. Like, 
And then there's got the other seasons before, the the only really had one dud season at AC Milan, which was like two goals in 17 Serie A appearances, but then he also did well in Europa League, so it kind of balanced itself out. He looks good. There's, uh, there's Alexander Isaac who looks good. There's kind of your other such strikers. I mean, like, we say Danny Ings is a joke, but Danny Ings is not bad. Like, <laughs> No, I'd be happy with Danny yeah. Ings, but the perception of chasing Haaland, us standing outside Old Trafford, 75 fucking times between now and the window closing, going, Haaland, right? We spelled Haaland slightly wrong. And then signing Danny fucking Ings on the last day of the bastard window is going to make me break all the furniture somewhere, right? If they went, hey, we're getting Danny Ings, I'd be like, that's good signing. But when you honey dick me for the entire summer and you're like, Haaland, Sancho, Varane, right? And then you get me Danny Ings, you can fuck off, Casey. Luke H Me says, every United fan wants Haaland and Sancho and Varane. What we will get is Calvert-Lewin for 200 million, no centre-half and Palestri back from loan. Glazer, Nomics. Um, I don't think we'll get Calvert-Lewin. Uh, Ross Murphy says, remember when Renato Sanchez passed it to the Carabao Cup logo? I do, because he thought that was one of his Swansea teammates. Uh, Adam McCall's in the chat as well. I am Mako. He's got a show coming up later on as well this evening. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be an horrible summer. It is. I think we've got to sort of face facts here. I'm I'm hoping we get one marquee signing. Yeah, I'm hoping one. Yeah, like, we play the Euro Millions. Yeah, a midfielder. When I say uh, hope, I, I mean I mean it's going to be just, no, it, people say straight right winger. I'd like a midfielder. Doesn't affect you, but Stevenson Square is going to be lit. So that's my salvation. Mm. Right, okay, I am going to be fucking double twisted more times. Than it's sensible to be. Right, good. If Saunaguez signs for Manchester United, Steve's going to be up and down Stevenson Square. It's going to be like a bleep. I test. might do something stupid. If Two beers really in hand, bleep test, up and down Stevenson Square. If if we sign Saunaguez, yeah. I will do all of those. Like we do, like it's usually like a scout report, um, the official confirmation, then some. Once we get like the press conference, I'll do all of them drunk. And do you know what? He's going to be shit, Jay. I don't want to insult you, Steve, but probably better when you're <laughs> <laughs> We've just, had some good shows. Just saying that, you know what I mean, mate? But just... I guarantee, because I've, it's just someone I've wanted for so fucking long, yeah. it'll be wank. And, and, and Steve, <laughs> yeah. Steve won't actually add anything to any It'll be of my those. fault. Yeah, you'll That's get how it works. You'll get what I used to I'll be like, oh! With Danny Welbeck. Yeah, Everyone will yeah. be like, <laughs> yeah. Your boy's doing well yeah. again, innit? Do you know when Ashley Young used to play for us? Remember that? Vaguely. Vaguely. So the lads around me... The I know you loved him. Might have, yeah, they might have known for my love of Ashley Young. All I'd have to do is the following, right? So I don't, I don't turn round. Watching the game. Let's give me an Ashley Young's just done something bad. Oh. Why is he going for that? <laughs> just a little look on my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> that was the opposite of what I used to get with Danny Welbeck. See, remember when he missed his penalty at Sunderland? Against Sunderland, he... Carabao Cup, whatever it was, and, um, and uh, like literally, Lazard turned around, stunned around me, and just turned to me and went. <laughs> I was like, "It's yours." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. See, the thing is, is it, it, those scout reports with Steve, he's drunk, will just be like us talking, and we'll stay and he'll just be just go to the market, so sal niguez, and then back uh, up and take a shot. <laughs> um, Samuel says, "A Zip- shot for every million that we spend on him." Yeah. Uh, zip to August probs get rice for 100 mil on deadline day after bartering for two months Yanazai and Ivan Tony uh, Peter Kelly says Sal Niguez for De Gea swap discuss that is that a thing is that an option can that happen Why? they've got the best goalkeeper in the world do you want someone to polish his fucking boots is he going to stay there do you think I don't see why he wouldn't yeah fair enough I mean, yeah. I mean like, yeah. people have been saying that there's Marcus I mean a couple of people in the comments have been saying it there's Marcus Lorente has been linked as well who's kind of We've said this. Is this is the difference with Sounding? Uh, uh, Adam McCullough says they can give us Harland and money for Martial. Yeah, let's move on. Um, <laughs> on the Lorente thing. Yeah. So Lorente is uh, Atletico went. Uh, we don't want to sell him, and the player went. Yeah, and I don't want to go to United. United are like we're monitoring the situation. <laughs> well, that is it. That is that is us in it. That is us. That that sentence just sums like, up. Yeah. We're monitoring the situation. Yeah. The Sonny Guez thing is I mean? like, but he's, he's fallen off. He's gone out of the thing. Marcus Lorente is now playing the Sonny Guez role. He's literally played in the exact positions that Sonny Guez usually does. He even played in strike, which I never understand. He's just, he's a defensive midfielder and they're like, yeah, up front. That, he, is, that is the most pointless thing ever, isn't it? That we're monitoring the situation. Isaac Lansley in the comments, in the super chat. Thank you very much, brother. Steve, Ray and Nephew's overproof. Is it worth a buy? Now, 
I was given this. It was a gift. I've opened it to smell it. It's brutal. It's petrol. Charming Mia says it's disgusting. Um, if Paddock win the cup, we're finishing that bottle. I'm not going to even go for the obvious one. Right, fair enough. So I don't know. But ev- like everyone, it's mostly Jamaican friends as well. Of like When they've seen it, because we've got it in the bar upstairs, people have gone, fucking hell. It's dangerous, that. And you're like... I'm out. It's can, not a fucking Siberian we, can, tiger. Can what we are you talking that? about? Can we put it somewhere? Away Could from I him. Feel my car? Oh, away <laughs> from him. Um, McCall's in the chat as well. He's got his Max House at eight o'clock. Don't make sure you check out on this channel. Um, he'll be having a few guests on there for a new show that's live. So if you win the cup, you're getting on it, and then you're doing a video for us <laughs> about all the signings that we're going to make. Um, so a bottle's involved either video. way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's some good members' videos actually with you, Levered. Hang on, where did we put that video? The Tottenham preview. Oh, it went on my Patreon. Oh, right, is that what it was? Put yeah. Members, if you want it. Members, if you're a member in a group, if we get 50 of you to say yes now, we'll put it in there as well. Yeah, it's one of the best. It was the mad, because we did a preview after the last game. So he went through two bottles of rum. And then the next day, or next week, was like, lads, we went through two bottles. Even I was like, no, you went through two bottles. I don't drink and Mako's driving. Um, <laughs> so, so it's literally just you. <laughs> I had a good night, I think. <laughs> so then after the game finished, he literally, I think it was when Pereira scored or everyone, we scored. I was like, yeah, we scored four. <laughs> He's like, all right. I just um, remember in the in the Stratford Baddock chat, there was just messages going off from maybe Janino saying, just someone take it off him. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, no, that's not that's not physically possible. So we did the, <laughs> we did the Spurs preview at the end of that and he was steaming it. Um, and then obviously the Spurs game got postponed for four months, whatever it was, due to the lockdown. Um, so yeah, we'll put that in the in the members section. Um, GMCQ, welcome to the first team. Thanks for your support. Anywhere close. Um, Isaac Lansley, convince me. Two bottles it is. So that's another... another so uh, lethal hey. motor fuel is what you need to do. Another, Two another, bottles another, another life yeah. you've wrecked. I apologise, Isaac. Um, Sudip Dutta says, Pau Torres is faster than Eric UEL champions, question mark. I'm guessing he's on about Eric Bailly. Are we going to win the Europa League? I actually think that we might. We could meet him in the, the final, L'Oreal and Pau Torres. Mm. I actually think that we might. I think we won't. Um, I, I think we won't, but we, I think we can finish second. And then people will get really angry because it's not so well, which I kind of get because you want trophies, don't you? I'd rather finish fourth and win the Open than finish second and not. I, I, you know, we want that. It's trophies. We? Trophies, day, mate. Come on. Come on, my son. Um, get involved in the chat. Let us know what you think. I've seen Ivan Tony mentioned a couple of times. Ivan Tony, obviously, was oh, at Newcastle. So that's kind of relevant to the earlier point. And then he got loaned out for a lot of times. Now he's at Brentford and he's scoring goals left, right and centre. Brentford might be in the Premier League this year. Yeah. I mean, I think it, some people might be saying... Is that not insane to everyone else? What? Arsenal then will be the fifth biggest team in London. Well, what, what happened? What, what? Brentford, Brentford could win the Premier League. They would, wouldn't they? Is Brentford in London? Yeah. Yes, it? It's like West London. Oh, is it? Yeah. Right. It'd be proper interesting because obviously they've been... It's one of them places that, that could be like near Luton or like right in the middle. Mm. They've, been, they've, they've been betting on the Premier League for the last however many seasons and it's just been kind of going... That's all we need more Cockney teams in the Premier League. Is this London in league? Yeah, but they're all shit. Bring, bring Oldham back up. Come on. Yeah, they are all shit and then they turn up against us. Who's the worst team that's been in the Premier League? Ever. And I don't mean like how they performed in the team, but just like, just crap. Is it Oldham? Oh, that's harsh, that. It's fucking, might be right though. I mean, to be fair, the Derby, the Derby <laughs> 09 team. We are, I know you said <laughs> don't like pick off like teams that were... All right, but as a club, Derby's not a bad club. Well, what's this? Like the... Bloody video or no Pepsi Max Cherry for Jay Adam McCullough said I didn't agree to that, but you're right. Quickly like it. Swindon's Just getting in here a lot. Swindon was Swindon's awful. a crap town. It's a crap town. Crap as well. town. Mm-hmm. No offense, to people. From Swindon, no, fuck them. We do, come from Swindon. Move. No, we do appreciate your spot. Um, yeah, they were terrible. Like I thought they were like record lowest points, but apparently they weren't. What about Bradford? Oh, that's a good. Show. That's a fucking crap that's town, and they were a crap, crap team. Town, crap team. Didn't they have Benito Carboni playing? For yeah, them? they did. Why do I know this? Benito Carboni sounds like a fake gangster in an Italian. You're not wrong. Yeah. It also sounds like a dish you'd get at Pizza Express. It <laughs> does. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. To, to everyone. For everything. But yeah, bollocks. Um, Barnsley. 
Barnes. I was thinking Barnes when you said Bradford. Barnes is a horrible accent, you know. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I can't do it. But yeah, I don't know if that's about Donny Van Beek or Doncaster. It's Reek Thick. What's that? What's that? Someone Barnsley. puts Donny, so I'm not sure. Doncaster loaner. There we go. Don, <laughs> Doncaster. Um, so it, does, uh, how much money can we generate from player sales? I played for Doncaster. We used to train on not, the wall of a prison. So on the t- on, 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 not on, a lot. Talking I, about I will answer that question. Standards. I don't think we'll get a lot from sales. <laughs> I think we might might get a li- little bit. Well, Rama- Romero want fifteen mil for Jesse Lingard. That's a joke. Not, that, that's not happening. Notts County, just before the Prem. I do remember when Notts County. Were, weren't they in the first one? I don't think so. Were they not, right? Because I was. But you got like your Coventrys, your Ipswiches, your Oldhams, Swindons. Sounds like who City getting the cup this. Sounds like that. Sounds like David Brent, doesn't it? Yeah. Bracknell. Um, Won't stop putting the first division, yeah. Wigan. <laughs> that's, that's nice, isn't it? But Cam's just put on the screen. Wrap up, you've run out of things to talk about. In other words, Cameron, you're listen, boring me. We come here with nothing to talk about. <laughs> It just happens. It's organic. <laughs> Read the comments. Walsall, they've not been in the prem. No. Bolton. Bolton's, yeah. Like, some of them, like Bolton, Wigan, Blackpool. Blackpool's a dive, you know. Oh, really? What gives you that? It's experience. It's, yeah. It's, I'm sorry if you're in Blackpool, but like what you said about Swindon, just move. I used to be a reporter and there's like an ounce of smack for every is, two people. You're, or something. It's you're close to like, you know, the 20th century. Like, just yeah, fucking just drive, drive a bit. 40 minutes and or you're even in enjoy, it. If you ain't got a car, because yeah. that's probably a rarity still in Blackpool. Just walk. Just fucking walk to St. Anne's or something. Like, yeah. St. Anne's is lovely. It's like, it's it's grim. It's drug riddled. And then I mean, the lights you just have like the 1830s like crowd who comes to your town at the weekend, shit and piss all over it, and then leave. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've been one of them for stag dudes. Yeah, I bet you've been anyone from black dudes in Blackpool, yeah. aren't you? Pushed a copper. Up. Anyone watching from Blackpool? Uh, we appreciate you. Did that thing where they put their hands inside the vest like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah love all Pushed all that, me like. against the fucking shutter. Just pushed it back. And he fell over. I ran off. See that, mean? About six stone ago. White privilege. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think we should. Charlton. Charlton. Yeah, uh, dramas in Charlton months. Um, listen, we appreciate all you support and your chat and your comments everyone's been uh, mad busy now it's great to see uh, you've been doing videos haven't you what you've been doing what's coming up we've got one uh, where we've done a bit of a dive into what is Ollie's style of play do you know that much Barcelona style of play um, loads of them coming out I do need to do that Glazer one and I do need to do the Murta one the Murta one might have been killed by Laurie cheers uh, but the Glazer one's still you know it's still relevant yeah um, Casey, have you been doing bits on YouTube, haven't you? Yeah, I've been hey, doing stuff scouting reports and all. Scout that. reports, yeah. I'm going to try and get back on that. I'm going to do some more. I've, I've got some on uh, Eduardo Caravinga, who's been with United. I've got Alexander Isaac, and I've got you know, Ibrahim Akinati, who's been linked with United. So if you want to check those out, they're on my channel. Wait, what is your channel? Uh, it's just Casey Evans. You're we'll probably... put a link in the description. Yeah. Uh, Max House is at eight o'clock as well. That's live news shows. So make sure you're checking that out. And if you're not doing, subscribe to the channel come on where am I looking subscribe to the channel give us a subscribe thank you just put a bar up though it's like a charity appeal um, this has been House's Brew that's been Casey Evans that's been Stephen Housen I'm Jim Martin thanks for watching Sports Social Podcast Network